2: Adam Ferrara is an American actor and comedian known for playing the roles of Chief Needles Nelson on Rescue Me, Sergeant Frank Virelli opposite Edie Falco on Nurse Jackie. He was a co-host on the U.S. version of Top Gear, and his current stand-up special is called It's Scary in Here. It's available for you free on YouTube. Adam's new podcast is a big hit and available everywhere.
3: Sounds like it could be funny.
2: Sounds to me like 30 minutes you'll never get back.
3: Uh, We are so glad you are here because it is showtime and we have another great show for you this week. My guest in the ADD interview, she is a comedian and she is the host of the Hulu dating show called Hotties and her name is Jade Preta. And we want to welcome everyone from our Talk To Me Tuesday family. That's our conversation we have every week, 9 o'clock Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific. Go to my website on Tuesday nights and join the conversation. We would love to have you. And our superfan shout-out is for Brad. Say hi to Brad, everybody.
1: Hi,
0: Brad. Hi.
3: All right, everybody. Those are my godkids. Joseph, and this is Sophia.
0: Hi. Hey.
3: And we're heading out to see my mother. It's just it has been a crazy week. My schedule got turned around. I got to get on a plane to L.A. tomorrow. I'm in New York. I got to see my mother when I'm in New York. I lost on Denver this morning, and the Jets are losing, and Zach Wilson's killing me. So there's a lot going on. But I could not not do a show for you guys because we have a responsibility, and I want to teach the kids responsibility. You guys paying attention? Yeah. I think you meant yes, Godfather. Yes, Godfather. Thank you. All right. So we're on our way to see Mom. Let's see if we can talk Mom into a pizza, sofa. You Call Mom. All right hello ma yes we're in the car i got the kids we're, we're thinking of getting a pizza
1: you thinking
3: what getting a pizza you want pizza
1: listen to me just come here i'm not
0: eating pizza i want to have my fish
3: you want me to put fish on a pizza no okay adam you're annoying me don't call anymore just get All right. All right. Goodbye. All right. All right. Apparently, I'm annoying grandma. So uh, I have a a great interview with Jade. Jade Catapretta. She's from Brazil. You guys know where Brazil is?
0: South America?
3: Nope. It's in Jersey. stupid? (laughs) (laughs) She's just lovely, and I had a lot of fun talking to her. So you guys listen to this. I'm going to go out to my mother's. We're going to have pizza. I'm going to do laundry and watch the game. All right. We'll see you in a little bit.
4: In Italian cuisine, mixing seafood and cheese is strictly prohibited. Other cuisines might not follow this rule, but in Italy, it's not done. Since pizza originated in Italy, we have to follow the
3: rules. Do you want fish on the pizza? No. Okay. Adam, you're annoying
1: me. You're listening to the Adam Ferrara podcast. This is 30 minutes you'll never get back. Can you pick
2: me up a coffee at Dunkin'
1: Donuts? You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today.
2: Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today.
3: I got some stand updates for you. Yes, I do. November 25th through the 27th, I will be at the Tempe Improv in Tempe, Arizona. And just added, New Year's Eve, I will be at the Suncoast Casino in Las Vegas. New Year's in Vegas, baby. Come out and see me. There's a link for tickets in the show notes, or you can go to my website and click the link there. And as always, if you can make any of these dates, please come up after the show and let me shake your hand because I want to thank you for all the love and support you've shown me and this podcast. And you know what's coming? You know. Go on, get out of here. Pay attention when I'm talking to you, boy.
0: ADHD,
1: it's not just for kids boy but doesn't listen to a word
0: you say welcome
3: to the add interview it's not that you're not interesting it's just that i can't focus and my guest this week is oh look a bird my guest this week is an actor television personality and stand-up you know her from hosting the soup on e and she is currently hosting the dating show hotties on hulu her new stand-up special is called jaded and it's available for you on youtube right now she was born in brazil she relocated a country mouse to the city and her boyfriend came from temptation island <laughs> ladies and gentlemen boys and girls please help me welcome jade Catapreta.
4: hey thank you <laughs> for having me what an incredible introduction thank you Very oh sweet. thank
3: you no thanks for doing it. i wanted to make sure i, I pronounced your name correctly because it's beautiful and everything i when i say it it sounds like like a threat or you no know. i like it jade yeah. catapreta Jake Catapretta? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like <laughs> sounds that. like a question. Jake <sighs> Catapretta? You can't yeah, pop
4: that here. Where are you at? Are you in New York? Are you in the streets right now, or is this an amazing green screen?
3: No, this is my little studio here in my uh, in my garage. That's actually Abbey Road Studios.
4: Oh, I love that. That looks so cute. What yeah, a that's, perfect that's... background.
3: Yeah, that's it's a it's a mural. My wife. I said, my wife. I said, we need a studio. I left, and then the elves showed up, and this popped up. Fucking love that. I'm in the garage because you know what it is. I'm being phased out. She's moving me closer and closer to the street because didn't She's want like, to She's like
4: I love this beer poster. Why don't we put it in the studio?
3: <laughs> so yeah I, yeah, I I love the way you pronounce your name. It it, it 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 sounds like a song and you are you are from Brazil.
4: Born and raised in Brazil, so my actual name is Jade Moreira Catapreta.
3: Oh, that's great. I got
4: Americanized and I changed my name to Jade cuz you mm-hmm. know, I wanted to fit in and have friends and stuff, which so overrated. Wish I kept my <laughs> Brazilian name.
3: I listen to your special. I have the joke uh, about your name that I love, and I'm going to play it right now.
4: I get a lot of different reactions with my name, obviously. And the way you say it in Portuguese, Jaji. Isn't that pretty? Everybody say it. Chinese. That actually means penis in Chinese. <laughs> Isn't that crazy?
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs>
4: out of all the words? Yeah, how did you I find got?
3: that out? Was some Chinese guy come up to you?
4: Oh, yeah. I have a friend that's like, you know, your name is actually, uh, it means penis in Chinese. And I was it, I also really love to know ching-ching in mm-hmm. Portuguese. That's like, you know, cheers. Yeah. But ching-ching also means tiny penis in Japanese. And so I got like fascinated with words that have double meanings. I love anything with like linguistics and double meanings and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So once that I knew that, I was like, what a gift.
3: Yeah, you're very but popular in Asian countries.
4: Huge. Huge <laughs> in Japan.
3: So so you're doing, and you do stand-up in Portuguese, I was reading as well.
4: Yeah, I just started trying a little bit a couple of years back before COVID. I went to Brazil, and it's booming there. The art form is booming. There's mm-hmm. millions of people doing it, and, and there's not a lot of stuff on TV. And so everything's on social media, and all the comics over there are just fucking crushing. And I, I, I ate a big shit. I you had did. a few sets. Oh, yeah, I mean, because I'm not fluent. You know, I'm fluent enough, but I have the vocabulary of, like, a 14-year-old person. <laughs> so... I'm just saying very basic sentences and, you know, mostly just making people look at my crotch, which is what I do in English. So, I mean, we can't all be writers, you know?
3: Yeah. (laughs) So how is it different? I mean, how is a a comedy club in uh, Brazil different than here?
4: Well, comedy is not as far developed. You know, Mm -hmm. there's still sort of being introduction, like uh, Carol Zoccoli was one of the first female comics there. She was explaining to me that when she started comedy, she had to explain what the art form was like mm-hmm. so if this is not a character I'm talking about myself. these are my real life traumas and and now people are starting to catch on but they're not where we are you know, breaking the fourth wall and weird timing things and um mm-hmm. they're more they're mostly observational at this time. they're very like, what's the deal with this you know right and People are starting to get to know it more, and people are becoming a little weirder. And there's like the alt rooms popping mm. up now, and more women and non-binary people. It's it's pretty exciting to see.
3: That's pretty cool. I the language fascinates me because it's a Portuguese. It's a romance language, and I was on a show, a car show that was actually dubbed in Portuguese, and they sent me the the clips of it.
4: I love that. It yeah. sounds everything sounds so cheese, so much cheesier and mo- much more like. I think a lot of stuff in Portuguese is also, like, emotion-based. And mm-hmm. there's not a lot of words. Like, there's this word saudade, which means to miss someone. Right. But it's also, like, this longing and this love for the person and, like, nostalgia. And there's not really a word in English that describes that feeling.
0: Yeah,
3: yeah well, you, so had, you had, like, you, the, you. I think you hit it on the head when you said it's an emotional language because they got a guy with a very deep voice for me. That was on the verge of tears every minute. Which, I love it, and it's about uh, cars. And it's about cars. He's I'm like, driving a Cadillac, and, and and he was like, This car, this
4: car, is We're driving it day. Yeah, yeah. It's, I had no idea. We speak from the heart and from our butts. It's just like we just have this. I think, I think we people are more socialized in mm-hmm. Brazil. Like we're yeah. very taught very early on how to like. Be out and about and talk to people and connect to people. And it's like a very, I don't know, it's just like a very open culture.
3: Yeah, you, you know what it is? It's, and it's, I can also, with the, you're very free. It, it's very free. And it's it's like, and I come from, from, from Italians, which is, you know, the heart's on their sleeves. And, you know, Jay, you're never going to look at anyone in my family and think, hmm, I wonder what they're thinking. Cause what are I'm they
4: thinking? <laughs> Even if you don't want to know. Even no, if it just comes rashes, right out. Rashes, diseases, yeah. secrets. Yeah. It's all on the table.
3: But they'll do it like this. Look, I'm telling you now, don't tell anybody, which means everybody already knows.
4: Everybody already That's like that in my family. There's no secrets. Yeah. My poor boyfriends, they show up and, you know, everybody has an opinion about your life. I kind of yeah. like it. that. I prefer it that way.
3: Yeah, I they, like it, it's kind of out in the open. Yeah. Yeah. Now, did you, so was it funny in the house growing up?
4: Yeah, my dad was really into comedy. I actually kind of hated it. Cause I, mm-hmm. And I think I probably just got into comedy to get his attention. Um, <laughs> but he was, like, really into SNL, Cheech and Chant, loved Andrew Dice Clay.
0: Mm-hmm.
4: Um, and uh, I think I always kind of wanted to, like, you know, look, Dad, I did it.
0: Yeah, you yeah, know? get
3: like, attention. Kinda, yeah, me too.
4: You know, mm-hmm. we all just wanted attention.
3: Yeah, my, mine was to take the worry away from my dad because I couldn't. I couldn't. He's very mechanical, and I didn't have that gene. So when he would come home, I could make him laugh. I'm like, "Oh, this is how I fit in, and I can do that."
4: You found your spot because you're like, you're like, I bring the family together with laugh.
3: Yeah, it, it's 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 a it's a romantic way of saying codependence. Jade, who are we bullshitting?
4: We are. I, we're all we're both Cody. Who yeah. are we fucking kidding? I yeah. honestly, I have a joke about it, but like, our family just used to be such a little unit, you know? Because we moved to this place where nobody spoke the language, blah blah mm-hmm. blah. and... Like, we'd go to Gap and we'd be like, Hi, can we have the family size dressing room? My dad would just sit in there reading. <laughs> as we're trying on stuff, I'm like, This isn't normal. This is fucking normal. We all what? had to do everything together, you know?
3: What made the family come from Brazil to the States?
4: My dad made holograms. He was one of the pioneers of the art form of holography, which is a dead art form now. Everything is done with computers. But yeah, he made holograms. He was just an artist, like a cool hippie artist. And my grandfather was a diplomat, so he grew up in a very like strict household. And I think he was just like a cool artist, loved Pink Floyd, like wanted to do that whole thing. Um, Wow.
3: And so- So so you're sitting there like, you're, you're, you're writing jokes to get your father's attention. He's like, I have to get the balance between the reference beam. And the projection beam.
4: Thank you for knowing that because people say the Tupac thing. And I go, that's just a projection. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I get ex- upset now. My dad used to get mad. Now I'm like, you don't know what it's talking about. Now yeah, I, read was a book, just... I
3: read I read the holographic universe. And I'm like, does this how reality works? And it's kind I of don't, trippy. I mean, how people don't
4: even know. Yeah. They don't even know what they are. Like, they're just like, oh yeah, stickers on a graham cracker box. Yeah. Um, but they were really big in the 80s and it was an art form. And now it's like for security purposes. Yeah. Like almost everything that's like holographic is like on a baseball cap. Or,
3: yeah,
4: I don't know. So, so your dad
3: did that, and how old were you when you came to the States?
4: I was 11, and it okay. was like a few, it was like I want to say a couple of weeks before my 12th birthday. Mm-hmm. And my dad invited everybody in my class to go to the zoo. No, it wasn't the zoo, it was the circus. Because mm-hmm. I remember I still had this mug, nobody came.
0: <laughs> oh, you poor kid.
4: How <laughs> would he do this? They don't fucking know the ESL kid, they're not going to go to the circus. To hang out with me, <laughs> so that's when I decided I'd do stand up. Um, subconsciously, I think.
3: So you were 12 but, years old. You're in Brazil And how many brothers and sisters? I
4: have a sister. We're very close. They oh. are. They're all still in Virginia, hanging okay. out, enjoying the clean air.
3: Right. Um, okay. So, you, so you come that you're 12 years old, and is that when you got uh, diagnosed with scoliosis? I want to play the bit and I got some questions.
4: Oh, a really I, bad scoliosis. Do you guys know what that is? It's like the curvature of your spine, you know? Did you ever have that test in school where they line you up like one at a time? I won that. And then um, <laughs> my mom felt bad and she found out there was like a cattle call, you know, for like, for auditions at this mall where they were gonna find the next top model. And you know? I was like, let's go, you know, put on my tiny little leather backpack. And now we went, you know? Finally, somebody approached my mom. She was like, excuse me, miss, is this, is this your daughter? And she was like, yes, it is, yes, it is. <laughs> the woman's like, I work at a
0: chiropractor's office. <laughs>
3: It's so, it's true. It's funny I rem- it's true. I remember that test, Jay, when we were in school, you had to stand up. It was creepy because you go to the nurse's so office, you stand up, you bend over, and you stand up slowly. Yeah. And, and like, they like
4: put- keep tracing your back as you yeah. go. Well. Yeah. And they're like, got- Like lights started flashing. Everybody had to.
3: Yeah. It was well, because I got well, I my, one leg is screwed up when I was when I was a kid. So they thought I had like I kind of I kind of like lean to the right a little bit. It's like I'm, I'm like the reverse NASCAR. So I kind of you know.
0: You just go a little a little, a little to bit, the right
3: a little bit. So when when you when I heard that test, I'm I know that test, and I had to go back a couple of times, and they had to go, no, it's his leg. He's okay. But you had it severely from what uh, from what I read. Yeah,
4: I had open heart surgery when I was a baby. Hold it. Yeah. What happened? Yeah, um, I had a hole in my heart, just like Jimmy Kimmel's kid. Oh. not to brag. But I have a little piece of pig heart inside of me, I think. Um, I don't know how they closed it. But when they did that, whenever you open your cavity, like your mm-hmm. chest cavity, it affects your your spine because everything's kind of connected. And wow. so that's when my scoliosis developed. And if I were a brace, I would have been totally fine. Mm-hmm. Um, but I didn't. They it. didn't know. No, they knew. I remember they were like, we want you to do this. And I had just started speaking English. I was like yearbook editor. I was like popular, you know. Mm-hmm. I was like kissing boys and stuff. I was like, I don't want this. Uh, I don't want to do a, I had to wear like a metal, like Romeo and Michelle's high school reunion style. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, so I refused it and I regret it so much because I'm so scared that I'm going to like get old. And I already look at my posture on stage and I'm like, what is that turtle? What is this? Why do I stand (laughs) like that? I just have like a pot belly, literally. I just, I'm like on stage, just like I just turn into a monster. I don't know what happens to me.
3: Well, you're the only—I saw your special. You're the only one that noticed it.
4: Oh my God! I Do I notice? They shot me from my crooked side too. I was All like, right. really, guys? Couldn't go from the left? <laughs> I was upset.
3: Well, look—at least you have a good side. I—I I don't have a good side.
4: Yes, you do. Stop it. Do you get that you look like Hal Sparks
3: a lot? I get—I know Hal, and I'm sure yeah. you do from the soup. From yeah. I know, I know how, but Hal's very really in shape. He was on the show. I had him and on the show, and we did it over Zoom like we're doing this. And I yeah. did, I haven't seen him in a while, and he really buffed up.
4: He's ripped. And he's he- also, like, multi-talent. He speaks, like, several languages, yeah. plays every instrument. He is just such a talented guy. I know.
3: I really – I, really, I really, I liked him, and now I, I fucking hate him. I'm like – I
4: fucking can't. hate him, too. Good. Stop we're it. saying it. You know what? Hal, you're too fucking nice and talented. <laughs>
3: Well, so okay, so you know how from the soup, let me ask you this. How did you, yeah. you, you get here? How did you get to the soup? How did you get to that point after after doing stand Oh,
4: my God, so many tears. Um, <laughs> how do I, you know, you never really know. You just grind, grind, grind until yeah, yeah. something sticks. You're throwing pasta at a wall at all times. But with the soup, I you know, I've been putting my time in at E for many, many years. I did so many interviews for them, red carpets, mm-hmm. stuff like that. And I actually did a pilot with Nick Cannon. Right. that I was trying to sell where we'd like interview celebrities about their social media. I We should still try to sell that show, by the way. Hey, Nick, if you're listening. Sure. I know you have 13 uh, children, but he's got a lot of kids. I know. With a lot of different women. And uh, we did a pilot together and tried to sell it to E. And It was kind of like an uh, basically my interview. I mean, mm-hmm. it was like my audition was the tape. And then right. I did the test. And then several months later, after waiting, and no, didn't think I got it. They called yeah. me, and, and then I couldn't tell anybody forever. Also, so the whole process was just this, like, masturbating to anticlimactic, mm. yes. ending <laughs> five days after we had five episodes on air, and then COVID hit. So, yeah. the timing is hysterical. Yeah. Now I can laugh at it, but it was—it's probably been my biggest heartbreak so far, career-wise. Well, yeah, That's you get
3: you—you you, you get your hopes up, you're like, "This is it," and nothing is ever it, Jade. It's just what's happening now. trick.
4: That's the trick. There's never a thing. It's that this is our life. And, you know, and we have to find happiness wherever we can, because otherwise it's like just we're always constantly chasing this invisible dragon.
3: Yeah, it's it's the when then bet. I say it on the show all the time. It's when then I'll be and it's not it's right now. But I want to ask you as a kid, maybe it happened to you at such a young age that it didn't have the emotional impact or 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 the benefit of perspective. But open heart surgery hmm. You know,
4: well, I think it makes me a survivor. I'm kind of a hustler, you know, yeah. like a survivor kind of a mentality. Mm-hmm. Like, it's very hard to keep me down.
3: Good. Good. I get
4: down often, but just in little spurts.
3: Yeah. But that's good. You because even, even in looking at your stuff, I was like, look, I know someone in the game as much as I do. And I'm looking at all the stuff you did. I go, eh, this kid's doing it on her own, too.
4: Yeah, I'd really like a, I'd really like a partner. I just did the trip, these guys, they're triplets. I just Mm -hmm. did their podcast, and they fight and they bicker the whole time. It's fun, their dynamics very funny, but I'm just so jealous of like people that have these like, you know, these kids that like grow up with somebody like in high school that like loves to edit and they've yeah. got like this editor that's like always with them or like just any kind of partnership i i crave that a lot because of my codependence also.
3: yeah well no that and it's also it, it makes you better it also makes you more like i'd be lost without my wife i'm just done i it, i would be just saying i'd be lost
4: without your wife
3: you yeah i know she, she, she's she's a giver <laughs> she is a giver
4: No, i'd be lost without my guy too he keeps me very patient very calm I'm, yeah I'm that's manic. it i'm,
3: I'm um, um, she, it, she, I always feel bad for because she's she's like living with me is like holding a, a fistful of bottle rockets in one hand and having to walk past an open flame. You know, at some point something's you know. going to catch and she's going to have to go and, and and deal with it.
4: She's going to have to clean it up. Yeah. No, I feel like you know we're the acids. We need base.
3: That's good. That's you know? I, I was I was. It's, it. The other thing is it, it. I think also because of the nature of our job, we're very. Well, self-centered or, or aware, self-aware, because we need... narcissists. We need we need the material. You know, we need that. You know, when I'm, I'm too
4: happy, I can't write.
3: Yeah. I'm, I'm like, a lot of what am I writing about? Yeah.
4: I know that's so fucked up. But I anytime time somebody dies for someone, I'm like, at least you got that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You, you could talk about that. Yeah. Um, and if you do stand up too much, you never have shit to talk about. You know, you got to go out and live your life a little. bit.
3: Yeah. I am. This, a, I'm, sorry, I'm Tired.
4: No, no. I was. I was just like, I'm tired. <laughs>
3: Is this the guy from Temptation Island?
4: This is the guy. This
3: all right, t- like t- tell me the story. For those of you who don't know, tell, Temptation Island is a reality show.
4: Yes, yeah, so I was on The Soup, and one of the writers in the room was Justine Marino, who's one of my best friends. And mm-hmm. you know, the whole process of the clip thing is like, we'll have a bunch of clips, and then we would pitch them like to mm-hmm. the whole room. We'd all right. pitch different clips. And um, she runs into my office and she's like, oh my God, you're gonna wanna fuck this guy. And I was like, you are correct. <laughs> Because I was on the soup, and I was just like, you know, it was a buffet. I was enjoying, I was enjoying it. I understand. Um, it was my turn to, you mm-hmm. know, get some chuckle fuckers my way, <laughs> finally. And um, it was just, it's not that he came, he just came off kind of dumb. He does, like, the exact word-for-word thing that the producer made him say. Mm-hmm. You know, where he's like, I'm Cam, I'm 33, you know, kind of a thing. And it got picked for the show, and it went on the show. And I made some joke about, how, like, how I wanted to, shave his armpits or something because i wanted to tell some joke already about being lasered and how i'm not a peasant whatever Right. this it comes on the air he tweets at me i don't see it because somebody else is running my social media mm. um but then the social media girl's like that guy you wanted to fuck just wrote you and i was like <laughs> yeah and then we just started our relationship like 90 day fiance style on facebook like on facetime and then i met him at the airport like uh-huh. for the first time
3: you and, met him at the um, what is it a ransom drop what did you
4: literally i was like i had friends come with me just in case uh-huh. um no we had talked for so long. we literally talked on the phone for like a month every day because it was covid it was when covid hit so we had nothing else to do right uh, we were just on the phone all day and he's just an incredible patient intelligent guy and you could never tell from watching him on <laughs> T- 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 Island. <laughs> he was on it for like a half a second
3: all right well, that's a credit
4: Hey, it's how we met, but he's actually in finance. So that's the funny thing.
3: That's really, I, I Jade, I took that in college. I can't balance my checkbook. I, You're kidding I get, me. No, I'm like, ah, that's close enough, you know?
4: Oh no, don't say this shit. I get so nervous with money stuff.
3: So he's in finance. So he has that part of his brain that we don't, right? He's got that.
4: Yeah, he does. And I actually like, oftentimes when he's talking about, cause he's pitching this whole new platform for, he's trying to tokenize national resources within this platform and, I, and I'm like, did you watch the Kardashians? I don't know how he, I don't know how he loves me. Um, he's so patient and he puts up with me. And then he goes to these comedy shows where I'm making fun of how dumb he is for being right. on a reality show, and he's like, "You're the dumb one." Right. Um, but so it's you know it's nice to have the to not have that that support. It's really yeah. it's nice.
3: Yeah. Well, well, tell me about the new show now. It's it's on Hulu, and it's if I understand correctly, um, it's a dating show, but it's also a cooking show.
4: Yeah, it's a it's a hybrid dating cooking competition show, um, and then every fifteen minutes we feed them spicy stuff. So it's just all it's hot ones meets blind date meets Top Chef. Um, Guy, take me through chefs. it. I'm, I'm,
3: I'm, I show up. Hi.
4: Hi. Um, so you show up. There's three other people. So you go on a blind date with someone. The other couple goes on a blind date. You guys are on separate food trucks, and you're competing mm-hmm. to cook a meal, the best meal for me to judge. Okay. And. So, the whole thing is like whoever has the best date or best dish wins, or both. So, I, it's just kind of loose. We just kind of wanted to do a social experiment on what happens to people during those first dates and how we can get them off their game. And, you know, because these people are hot. Like, they're like Instagram models and they're right. showing up fully prepared. Well, and that's then they're why eating they asked spicy stuff. Dead. Yeah, I'm so sorry. I know you're busy. <laughs> yeah, sorry, sorry.
3: So, I'm on a blind date with a woman in a food truck coming up with a it's meal. It's hot.
4: To... It's in the desert. No, you're, you're cooking the same meal. Okay. Both have the same ingredients, same instructions. Like, you're not cooking it out of nowhere. Like, okay. you're following, like, a little cookbook in, of instructions. Everything's, like, already kind of prepped.
3: And um, I'm in a food truck in a desert. And it's hot. So, I'm sweating. You're sweating. I, I got to work on, 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 over a flame to make a meal with this woman I just met.
4: And then 15 minutes in, I show up at the cloche, and I'm like, hey, you want to eat this? And they have to finish eating this, the stuff, the challenge, before they can continue, to continue cooking.
3: Oh, and, and, and so, it's hot wings and stuff?
4: It's crazy. I mean, um, Scoville Heat Unit, we went to a million-plus Scoville Heat units. like Tabasco, I always say that's the comparison, mm-hmm. is 6,000 Scoville Heat Units or something like that. And <sighs> we were feeding them ghost peppers. I mean, everything you can think of, we— Everything, sadistically, you can think of. (laughs) And then we give them a bunch of stuff to alleviate the pain, obviously, but as you know, I don't know if you eat spicy stuff, Mm. water makes it worse, because when you eat something spicy it releases this thing called capsaicin, Mm -hmm. and it's basically a message to your brain that you're in pain, but you're not actually in pain. It's just the way your body defends itself. So these people are freaking out, and they're going to drink stuff, but we don't label any of it. So they're like chugging blue cheese, and they're like, no, and it makes it worse. And then we put a kiddie pool out there, and I was like, why would you guys do this? Nobody's going to get in the fucking kiddie pool. Everybody ends up in the kiddie pool, (laughs) rolling around in it. It was just such a fun experience, and the contestants were such troopers. Like Mm -hmm. Everyone was really funny and cool and animated, and uh, I just got to be in the food truck making fun of it, the whole thing.
3: So Okay, so so now they're they're out in the food truck. They they eat the macaroni and cheese or whatever you had to make for you. And then you ask them, so let's say couple A has the best macaroni and cheese, but couple B had the best date. Who, how do we do that? it's just
4: up to... I feel like I kind of always went with a more fun date. Mm-hmm. Like, people that just put themselves out there and were just trying to, like, be themselves. Like, that's kind of what won my heart over. Okay. Um, and we had a lot of fun people to choose from. And it was like, we mixed it up, you know, there was, like, some gay dudes, gay girls, so mm-hmm. it's you get a little bit of everything. And... Um, we couldn't drink because we we're in the we we're in a national park. Right. But hopefully, if we get a second season Hulu, <laughs> we can add a little alcohol. See what happens.
3: That's cool. And you're on Hulu right now. They can see it. And it's called Hotties.
4: Yeah, all ten episodes are streaming right now on Hulu. We just came out about um, almost a month ago now.
3: And how'd you get that gig?
4: Oh man, who knows? Uh, no, I actually I actually kind of ate shit during the audition. You know when you have a really bad audition? I know it will. You know that feeling, and mm-hmm. then for days you're like oh, every time you think about it just mm-hmm. it destroyed me i thought it was like one of the worst auditions i'd ever done right i did it in my in the basement of my boyfriend's mom's house while she's on the phone talking all loud and my manager at the time showed up by accident in the middle of it like hey <laughs> We're like you don't need to be at this one rick and um it was just a mess and i was horrified because I love food. I'm really, really into food, food shows, Mm -hmm. really, really into dating cooking pot competitions. It was kind of a perfect fit for me. And I think really early on before they understood the structure of the show, I already could see it in my head. Mm -hmm. And so they were really open to like letting, allowing me to, you know, have a voice and like, that yeah. was huge for me After the Super I didn't feel like I really got to make it mine
3: That's so much I mean one of the things uh, the, the car show I was on Was uh, was called Top Gear And one of the things That made that so much Such fun Such a great show by the way Thank you We, we all yeah. got to You know what do you guys Want to do now You know and anytime You feel like you're Contributing a part of something It, yeah. uh, it, it just makes the show A lot better I've been real fortunate Like all the other <laughs> shows I've been on Like you guys seem like You were having so much fun And we were You know
4: Yeah, it's hard because I think after a while too, like, they're like, we want you, but then they're like, but don't do this and don't do that and try this. And you start to kind of like, who am I? I I had a hard time kind of finding my sweet spot and my sweet spot is like, just leave me alone. Let me say clit on national TV and we're good. (laughs) Once they let me say clit boner, I was like, okay. And we're off and the races are off.
3: Well, yeah, Uh, the worst place to live is in your own mind. You know, even God. Yeah, it's, 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 and you have, you have a bit about your OCD that that made me laugh and I think is uh that illustrates this point
4: point. and I'm very OCD and I have all these weird fears about getting murdered in my apartment like you know everybody's scared of that right like nobody wants to get murdered in their apartment but I'm scared I'm gonna get murdered the one night I left dirty dishes in the sink <laughs> 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 and they walk in they see the body and then they see the dirty dishes and they're like oh just leave it she was a dirty piece of shit <laughs> <laughs> it's so true oh my yeah. God that's my biggest fear really I just I'm I hate like I clean my house to the point that like they can't find DNA like that's oh, okay. how I clean and then when people come over I mess it up a little bit so they don't think I'm a psychopath. The,
3: the, the, my, see, here's the thing: my wife has the same thing. My wife is like, you know, this guy's coming up. She just starts cleaning the day before, and how could you let him see that? then
4: uh, what? Guys don't it's care. Phil, like,
3: what are you worried about, exa-
4: Phil? Oh, Phil? Oh fuck that! I don't clean for Phil. No way. <laughs> Um, I was just like in New York, and I forget like the difference. You know, in New York, like you're, it's so much more intimate. Like mm-hmm. the, the way you get to be in people's spaces because yeah. everybody's space is so small. Like I was in somebody's room the other day. I was like, "This is fucking weird." We're all just hanging out yeah. in your room. Like that never happens in LA. But yeah, I, I get really self conscious about my space being really clean, and I realize after many years of therapy that it's my soothing. It's how I cope oh. with chaos, and cleaning is my one control. So it's yeah. my like it's my it's how I soothe, yeah, holding my thongs and stuff like. Yeah.
3: <laughs> I so have sad. the same like my my soothing is also my procrastination method. Like I have my to do list, but it's like if if I, I, I got to do work, but if I'm reorganizing my list, I'm well I'm addressing the work. I'm just putting it in order. But it's You're too, like too. I got to redo
4: this drawer. It's going to take me three days.
3: Yeah. <laughs>
4: I know. I'm like that too. I love to procrastinate with, I I also cannot get it done. Like if my brain sees too much shit Mm -hmm. and it's not, I need to like clean up before I do anything.
3: Yeah. I got, I my ADD to grab onto something and and a lot of times it'll grab onto a thought and then all the storytelling in my head starts.
4: Wait, that's so crazy. I have a really similar thing. I wonder if that's, I always thought it was like ADHD mixture, but Mm -hmm. more and more I'm understanding that it is OCD. Like I'll get, I'll get stuck on one negative thought. And I can't unsee it like if I see a bad photo of myself, mm-hmm. that's that's who I am in my own head like yeah. and I have to almost like cleanse my brain of it. yeah, that can't be good.
3: No, it can't <laughs> be and it's, I remember the first time it happened to me what I thought it was because I like to improv on stage and I'm like that mechanism where we can take and just go on stage was going the other way. it was going into the darkness so that because that's the only way I could understand it, you know and then, yeah,
4: that- I understand yeah, I feel you
3: yeah but that's the nice that's thing so about awesome. stand-up is I always felt better you know working always made me feel better but when I started getting panic attacks Jay what helped me was I would listen to my act because wow. if I was listening to my act it made me a character so I didn't have to ide- like oh that's who I am you know the, the, it, it gave me permission really to to get rid of the negative stuff in my head. You go, okay. I kind of have
4: the opposite. Like I really, I just started to sort of celebrate like mm-hmm. my comedy, like this special releasing it was so big for me because right. it's not necessarily the stuff that I'm like, wow, look at this thing that I did. It's kind of just like, it's been what I've been using to kind of hide myself behind for so okay. many years. Right. It's not the material that I like truly always wanted to do. It's what I did to sort of survive and learn
0: mm-hmm. because I
4: never really got the same kind of mentorship that these guys got around me. These mm-hmm. guys were getting taken on the road, they're writing. I just was like tr- sort of trying to survive and I didn't really know who I was and I didn't really feel like I had the permission to be explore who I was and so mm-hmm. I kind of hid behind these very broad jokes and these things that I thought at least people are laughing this is this works right and so now it's this next chapter for me is about like really understanding what I want to write about and like who I actually am and like if people don't like it being okay with that too um and standing behind myself is something new me. That's good. Let, I, let yeah. me ask you
3: this: uh Do you feel, and I, I don't mean to put words in my mouth. I want to understand the feeling that you're ex- experiencing yeah. doing this special. Do you feel like doing this and putting it out there is putting that chapter to bed?
4: A hundred percent. Like if I didn't, like I had this earning to do it mm-hmm. that I couldn't explain. Where like no, no network wanted it, mm. and people were like, "Just wait, just wait." I'm like, "No, it needs to be now. Like it needs. I need to be done with this material.
3: Yeah, you need
4: to I needed to purge. Yeah, exactly. Like I needed to be done with it. And before I even released the special, I filmed a musical version of it. Mm -hmm. um, That's now coming out October 20th. People can buy tickets. Very exciting. It's on moment.co slash Jade. And I did that as like, that was my first form of real creativity of like, this is something that I've always wanted to do. Mm -hmm. And um, so that's exciting. Like that releasing that is like, whoa. I wonder what people how people will receive it. But that's a little closer to, I think, what I ultimately want to do,
3: stuff with music, yeah. And you said releasing it and then being okay with it.
4: Releasing and being okay with it not performing a certain way, right? Like Mm -hmm. I was so obsessed with like my special hitting 100K. It's like in the 20s now. And Mm -hmm. a part of me, I remember thinking like, if it doesn't get these numbers, I'll feel devastated. And it's like, now that it's out, I have I feel like I feel so relieved. Good. I can't explain it. It's just like it's out. It's done. I did it. I did one. I did one. Yeah. Um. And now let's see what's next. You know. Yeah.
3: It's it's pelt's on your wall. It's it's I've I've accomplished this for me. You know. It's you gotta let you gotta let something. When we release stuff, it is it, it lives in all its its many bearings. In other words, people you know people will look at this thing out there. They'll see what they need to see in it. And your job is just to put it out.
4: they see whatever the fuck they want to see, right? Like how uh, the biggest thing in, um, in Buddhism is what people think about you is none of your business, which is hard because we depend on people Yeah, (laughs) like laughing at us. Right. But there's this big thing of like the way that people perceive you is never going to be the way that you actually are because they're influenced by their own memories, their own traumas, their own, you know, yeah, they're never going to see you in the light that, you, so you put something well just out release.
3: there that, that you. I look at it this way. I put something out there that I made because I made this thing and I'm putting it out there. But it's being seen by people's through the through, through the lens of their conceptual self of you know what they're looking for. You know. Yeah. It's like it's like the cancel culture. Everyone's getting pissed off because they're pissed off. They need something to land on. Great, you found mine. That's job. how
4: I feel. Yeah, they're like they're so and men are so upset. To see mm. women doing comedy still, which is feels like an old thing, but like TikTok, there's this whole new generation of these young guys who are like fucking women doing comedy, and they like they put a little coffee emoji, and I'm like, yeah, it's like they're being taught this because there's nothing in media anymore that's like women hating. I mean, I get it in the '90s, we all hated women; it was like cool, you know. But I, now, you it's know like, what?
3: I I was always a big fan. I thought you guys smelled better. by uh, softer, I, uh, yeah, softer, kinder. I, I, I'd like to be around you But you know what
4: I mean I married one, like, in the- that's how
3: much I love women I married one, Jade Found a beautiful one, I said that one's mine
4: Alright, stop shoving it into my fucking face I'm
3: Oh, okay, fine My fault, because I'm not from Temptation Island <laughs> Stop it
4: Yeah, it's crazy, you know I talk about having a hot boyfriend now All the time, they're like, Jade, there's gotta be more to you I'm like, that's it <laughs> That's who I identify as
3: that's not it. You're very funny. I enjoyed watching Thanks your special. Steph. You, you, uh, it's available for you on YouTube. It's called Jaded. You actually in it as well. Yes, um, and
4: this musical is a full thing, so that's coming out. Please let that. Too.
3: And Hotties is on Hulu. We can see you hosting that as well.
4: Yeah, go check it out. Get get a little stone. Sit back, relax. Look at the people getting tortured. <laughs> Just be happy. It's not you.
3: Yeah, well, I can't thank you enough, Jed. I really enjoyed meeting you. um And how, how do I say uh, God bless and best to you and your family in Portuguese? How do I say that?
4: Oh, you can just say saúde.
3: Saúde, so good
4: health. Yeah.
3: Saúde to to you, my friend.
4: Ah, beijos, obrigado. Tchau, <laughs> tchau.
3: Be well and be happy. Thank
4: you. Bye. Thank you so much, honey. Thanks yeah. for having me.
0: in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot Hey, guys, Jade Catapreta here, and that was 30 minutes.
4: I'll never get back.
3: Oh, I hope you enjoyed that. OK, I dropped the kids off. I'm back at the apartment. I didn't play them the interview because I didn't want to answer the question, why does her name mean penis in Chinese? Yeah, it's not a conversation I want to have with my godkids. Anyway, it was a nice day. Uh, I saw my mother. I did my laundry. I watched the game. I had the Giants, and Seattle killed them. I can't hit a parlay to save my life. I was yelling at the TV, and the kids were laughing at me. Uh, we had pizza. My mother had her fish, a lovely Bronzino, uh, we didn't put the fish on the pizza because fish and cheese, uh, it's a sin. You go to hell for something like that. Uh, I think it was the 11th commandment. Thou shalt not put fish and cheese together. But they had to cut the list down to 10, so not a lot of people know about it. Now you do. You make your own choices. So thank you guys for understanding. Things got a little crazy this weekend. Uh, I'll be back in L.A., and uh, we should be on our schedule um, next week. Uh, as always, if you want to get a hold of us, you can go to theadamferrara at gmail. If you get a chance to leave us a review, that helps us with our friend. Mr. Algorithm. It's better when my wife says it. Uh, and we are all in this together, brothers and sisters. So please share the road. And remember, life is hard. So take it easy on yourself. The pot has ended. Go in peace. But I could not not do a show for you guys because we have a responsibility and I want to teach the kids responsibility. You guys paying attention? Yeah. I think you meant yes, Godfather.
1: Yes, Godfather. Thank you. Never let anyone outside the family know what you're thinking again.
2: The Angie's List You Know and Trust is now Angie. And we're so much more than just a list.